This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to Dunzo. This is a podcast that explores hookups and breakups of famous lovers and friends, both real and fake, and all the discarded pop culture of yesteryear. I'm your host, Troy McKeady. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> can you hear me? Yeah, can you hear me? Okay, yeah. Loud and clear. Oh my god. Oh my god. First of all, <laughs> hi. Hi, Troy. Hi. How are you? Oh my gosh. What a day. What a fucking day. How are you feeling? I feel really great. You know that everything that happened today with Brittany, obviously this is about Brittany, but it just compounded with the personal news. So I am I'm feeling pretty great. Oh yeah, wait, should do you want to tell your personal news? Um I can't because I haven't told um uh probably a, a current uh stakeholder in my personal news oh. that I have personal news. <laughs> <laughs> a stakeholder in your personal news. That's like the great you should be a politician. That was amazing. Yeah, I, I was trying to be as grim and cryptic as possible. Oh my god. I'm feeling really legal today. <laughs> Jesse Chambliss Esquire. <laughs> what are you yeah, Jesse Jesse Chambly LLC? um well i there's three people here right now so that's exciting already um wow first of all i'm gonna be a little bit rusty on stereo because it's been a while yeah same yeah and they've updated the app so there are things happening in places that they weren't before so just bear with (laughs) me um and this is also by the way to everybody listening this is a completely open discussion so like if people want to chime in if you have comments questions that i suppose one of us would maybe be able to answer um thoughts just i mean if you just want to talk about how excited you are this is like we haven't had a win in a really long time for britney fans and this is like a really exciting day it has been it has been too long. I mean, this is this is the second one in a row, though. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think uh, uh, the the first one was really just her getting a voice, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so it, two in a row just seems it doesn't seem like we're living in reality, right? Yeah, this is not what we're used to. Like we are used to like 
once we're down, we get knocked down more and more and more. I mean, it's been 13 years of just like no, you know, nothing really super positive to come out of this. And this is like, this is crazy. Yeah. I mean, and truly just, you know, a couple of years ago when that fateful call from the paralegal, um, you know, phoned in to Britney's Graham. I mean, people who knew about the conservatorship knew before that, mm-hmm. but that was like, that was the, the butterfly effect, if you will, right? The wings right. were flapped over in Japan and now we're finally feeling the, the typhoon or whatever it's supposed <laughs> to be. <laughs> the moth wings had an effect. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, wait, so, okay. What are your, first of all, what yeah. are your, I guess, um, what was your immediate reaction to like what happened today? Um, well, for, I, I mean, I couldn't, I, I truly couldn't believe it. And I know that's, that's a cliche thing to say, but the fact that this, this man just kind of stormed into the court and he was like, I'm representing this woman. And she was like, yeah. And then they let it happen. Right. <laughs> because right. once again, nothing has been easy this whole time. It seemed, it seemed almost like a, a telenovela, if you will. Yeah. It's truly like the longest it's been, yeah, it's such like a, um, I'm trying to think of the word, not like triumphant. There's like a word for like, it's, uh, it's just been such like a, a tale. Like mm-hmm. this is a story that could fill up several books, not just one. Oh. Well, I mean, just imagine once things, you know, the, the dust kind of settles a little bit, you know, and, and she gets out of this because it seems like that's way more probable than it's, than it's been in a really long time what how are we even going to react in terms of the media because they're all they're, you know they're going to try and milk this for the general audience that's still kind of on the outskirts right um mm-hmm. i I'm, I'm very curious to see the the ripple effect there as well i know not to speak too soon not to like literally talk about her as if she's but like honestly i've thought about this a lot like what does this look like post let's say that she does in fact become free which is like so crazy um what does that look like like i guess like my mind in my mind i'm like no britney wouldn't like stay in la like britney would leave la and like just go in a car and a white mercedes convertible obviously obviously Um, (laughs) she would just like take her car and like i would imagine go somewhere really rural and just like do whatever the fuck she wants to do. But, you know, I I think about this because I I had the same thoughts. I I was fully on the same page with you. But when I think about, like, if she wanted to go back to Louisiana, she probably, you know, it's it's tainted, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. You know, her whole family is the connection to, to Kentwood, and they have been the oppressors this whole time. And, you know, even more so the past couple of years. I would she even want to go back to that place, you know, or is she going to try and emulate that elsewhere that I don't know, or is she just going to be like, I'm going to Maui full time. <laughs> See, that's what I think she would do. I think that knowing Brittany, she would go somewhere really beachy, just like yeah. very beach. And yeah, I feel like <laughs> Kentwood may be a little, it's like, why go to like where your dad has hooch buried in the yard? You know what I mean? <laughs> why I not mean, at this point he hasn't buried a lot of places so i don't know what's <laughs> but... oh the first order of business in this court hearing is to get the hooch out from my yard that we're ex- buried we're extracting the hooch okay <laughs> judge 
<laughs> I want these bags of jail hooch pulled out from my lawn. I will <laughs> not stand for it any longer. I am um, not for for you know domestic drilling. Um, no. But if we if we need to do it to get the hooch, I'm here. <laughs> I mean, I just I I don't know. I feel like I feel like Kit would maybe canceled with a K. Oh yes. Yes. Right? I, I love some alliteration, so I'm here for it. <laughs> I just can't I can't imagine that she, you know, especially in a place where everybody knows it's like her dad is like basically the mayor of Kent yeah. when everybody knows him. <laughs> you know. Yikes. God. Like I don't want to pay my utility bill to him. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not like, not interested. God. But He's probably the, the other... water department too and, and everything else. I mean, I grew up in a town like that, so I know the deal. <laughs> Oh, for sure. He pulls people over, even though he isn't a cop, and says, get out of the car, boy. You know what I mean? Citizen's arrest. Yeah, I'm yeah, <laughs> totally with you. But I do wonder, like, aside from where she'll go, I just wonder what, because the world's, I just wonder if this will, like, cycle. Like, because the world's interest in her right now is so heightened, more than it has been in, like, a decade. And... I just, I fear, like, I worry for her. Like, do you know what I mean? Because people are yeah. going to be so obsessed with what she decides to do after this mm-hmm. that it makes me wonder, like, is it just going to be some sort of 2007 2.0? Yeah, and you know what? I, I, I think that's a really valid thing to consider. Um, but really, I think, obviously, she's so much older now. Mm-hmm. Even... Sorry, uh, sorry about that. Um, even though Sorry. she's um, kind of, you know, trapped in a certain <laughs> period of time, unfortunately, not, 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 not of her own doing, but because of everything, I do think that she is way older, way smarter. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, I feel like she's in a place where she can handle that freedom. I feel like she always has been, except for a very small period of time, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think she'll be fine. I really, I feel positive that she's, she's going to have a a sort of great showing of life, whether it's performing or not, or whatever she chooses to do. I think it's going to be awesome. And I think she's going to own it. Do you think that Brittany, do you think it's true that Brittany like wants to retire? Or do you think that she is like, do you think that that's just something that they're like saying? Uh, you know, I think there's an element of truth, I, but I think really, and this was said, she said this in her uh, last testimony, she mentioned just taking a break, like she wanted to just have the freedom to take a break. And I think that mm-hmm. she's going to do things on her own terms now. You know, if she chooses to retire, like, good for her, I support her. Um, but if she does decide to, you know, jump back into the scene, I mean, imagine she's going to have her like, she's going to have any producer that she wants at her disposal. She's going to have any collaborators, any writers, because they're all going to want to work with her in her more, you know, free state, if you will, her freer state. But I, I mean, there's, there, there's so much good that could come out of that. And, you know, so many bops. Um, oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, and, you know, and part of me, like, would love for her to be able to redeem her career on her own terms and, like, do a Taylor Swift re-record and, like, give me that acoustic EP I've been wanting for a really long time. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, yeah. But, you know, I, I think it's a toss-up. 
I agree. I think it's a total toss-up. I do think, here's the thing, just, like, the thing that goes through my mind is, like, okay, Britney Spears has never known anything but this life, right? Yeah. And I think there's an element of, like, like you said, I think that she, of course, wants to take a fucking break after being forced to perform you know 70 to work 70 hours a week yeah is insane so of course there's like an element of like you just need some time to yourself but i agree with you i think that i don't know i just feel like she probably wants to just like be in control of her whatever she decides to do i said this in um one of the more recent episodes that i recorded where it's like there's a part of me that thinks that she just like will one day release the like Cheryl Crow Tuesday Night Music Club album that she always listen, wanted to release. Listen, and you know what? That might not be everyone's cup of tea, but it is what I've been waiting for. <laughs> yeah, me too. Like, I just want to see what Britney Spears does when she's like completely free to do whatever the fuck she wants. Uninhibited. And That's what I was uninhibited. looking for. Uninhibited. So sorry. Yes. I just could not remember the word I was looking for. Yes, please continue. But no, that's the part. Yeah, just completely uninhibited. And also, like you said, like mending. Because it's like, I've also been obsessively thinking about how weird it is for her to go to these events and go to these award shows and like go to these like red carpet moments where she's surrounded by people that she has worked with, that Mm -hmm. she's known for 22 years, that she has done music with, that she's performed with, Mm -hmm. you know, that like she's dated or hooked up with and she can't even fucking speak to them just yeah. like how weird that is and oh and and and, and the stuff about lance bass too the husband mm, that was posting yeah. on twitter like i want to know who who in her like former circle has really tried to reach out to, and probably genuinely could not get a hold of her because you couldn't trust the instagram because you never know who was running it and right. also the phone number changed all the time that's been confirmed yeah, exactly. People, you know, reaching out to her and then all of a sudden they never are able to contact her again for over 10 years. Like, can you imagine? No. That is fucking insane. And it, uh, Yeah. Sorry, no, no, you go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, and the fact that she's she's so humble and sweet and down to earth that she makes friends with, you know, like stylists that she used to work with and she had to be cut off from them. And, you know, the people that she referenced in AA that she wasn't able to talk to. Like, I really want her to reconnect with some people who genuinely want to connect with her, you know, just because they formed a bond with her, not because of all this hype surrounding her. Totally. Yeah. Like a a natural bond, just simply based on the fact that she was fucking Britney Spears. (laughs) You know what I mean? Was so powerful and had so such an uh, an imprint in the music industry, and then to have it just—it's weird because it's like musically, obviously they've worked her like a slave, and she hasn't gone anywhere. But like at the same time, she's been completely she's disappeared in a way. Yeah, and you know what? <laughs> you know what I always think back to Troy, and you're gonna laugh at me, but you're also gonna understand. Um, do you remember those photos when she went to um, Kate Hudson's house for that game night in like 2015 oh. and she was like she had that ponytail and they were like taking cute pictures and she got to just have a girl's night I think it was kind of an accident um, I like I want more of that <laughs> right yeah oh my god yes totally like 
Yeah. I, oh my god, I <laughs> love that you even just brought that up. <laughs> I mean, you should not be surprised based on the fact that we talk every day about really random things like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, you want to listen to this call? Yeah. Okay, let's do it. Holy shit, uh, all of the Cheryl Crow Tuesday Night Music Club, are we going to get Britney Spears' Jagged Little Pill? Because that would fucking slap so hard. Oh well, God. yeah, and you know what? We almost got it. We almost got it with Original Doll back in the day. Yeah. That was going to be her Jagged Little Pill because she was pissed. And how ironic. It's like, that was so clearly not meant to be because... <laughs> ironic. Like... <laughs> sorry (laughs) you love a play on words it's my favorite (laughs) favorite thing about you Uh, (laughs) but like obviously that was not meant to be and it's like who knew that like the universe is saying no girl you'll have your jagged little pill just wait and you're gonna really mean it this time damn it oh oh my god like the the girl who has no problem saying fucking and fuck to a judge 40 times in a row like i'm ready for her jagged little pill i missed that i really missed that that was whenever she got past like pr britney and she was like pre-kevin federline when she started acting like that like that right it was but that's when you know she eased into it and then you know she was completely just like doing whatever the hell she wanted with k-fed but like right before that Ooh, that was such a good moment. It was bad, obviously. It was dark, but it was good. It was good, though, because it was, like, a, a liberated woman. Yeah. You know Oof. what I mean? And, like, that was, like... it's. I've said this a bunch of times. I, even looking back at 2007, as dark as all of that was, I look back and I think of it in a completely different way now, now that I'm older, where I'm like, no, she was just, like, full xena warrior princess like mm. just like an, an an angry pissed off vengeful woman like that's mm-hmm. she was it's, it was gone girl like, it was full gone girl <laughs> you you love that reference you sneak gone girl into everything <laughs> I, <did. laughs> I probably mentioned gone girl to you once per day <laughs> <laughs> no but you are you're right oof um, it is, yeah. And 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 just in one quick note, um, I know sure. we have another message, but I think too we're not fully in a place where we can appreciate women past the age of like thirty um, in media. Uh, right. We still got a, we've still got a long way to go. But if anyone is going to you know usher us into that new era, I think it's current Britney. I really do. Oh my god! We're, I, I know that we're getting ahead of ourselves. <laughs> but like it just feels good to dream you know it does and, and, but you know I, we also have to be careful because we're being consumers who like want britney to give us something and, and i know so you have to strike that balance but also like it, for someone whose art we've enjoyed for so long to have it in a more meaningful way is <sighs> yeah i'm sweating yeah and it's more to be honest with you it's more about the fact that like as real fans i feel like we just know that she deserves that more so like she deserves that for herself more than for us obviously yeah yeah absolutely and even if it was a thing where like we uh, you know it wasn't as commercial right if it was just like a passion thing that she did that wasn't so focused on like making a ton of money i you know i'd so be into that oh my god I can't even I can't even wrap my head around what that would look like and I'm <laughs> literally floating off the ground. Uh, let's listen to Maggie's call. Okay. 
I really want her to feel in her heart that she is able to retire. And I would love for her to get in touch with like an amazing designer and get some high quality merch out there. Her fans have disposable income at this point and we want to spend it on her. So just retire, have the amazing merch going. And when she's feeling creative and recharged and ready, if she wants to get back in the studio, that's just gravy. I'm yeah. willing to work my entire life to repay her fortune. <laughs> Truly. But I, but I also want her to like break the bank for all the people who have stolen from her over these years, oh. right? Like I want them to pay her back first before we worry about it. Right. I, yeah, I want the court to just like drain them, their accounts and like obviously none of them will ever be able to pay back what they really owe her, but it's like just drain them. Like well, I want I want Lou and all of her business deals to crumble. Like first, that's first for me. Aside right. from, you know, like Jamie going to jail. Um but like could you imagine if Lou lost the Kardashians and every other like shady business deal that she has? Like I would probably like need to change my shorts. I would be so excited. <laughs> I'm surprised. How the fuck are people still I, partnering I, with her? I don't know, but she's so and like it's not it, it's so it's it, it just it's it's such a paradox too because if you think about the people who she's connected to but like her stances on things like mm-hmm. it's just it's it's just capitalism right because like you would never see the kardashians like outwardly you know be against lgbtq people because like hello that's probably half their income right right um and then you have lou taylor who's like donating money to like conversion therapy <laughs> like you know what i mean it's like right do y'all realize what's going on here or you do and you're just turning a blind eye because you're making money like i don't know yeah they're totally yeah kylie kylie cosmetics <laughs> we have questions kylie um, let's listen to uh lex okay maybe i'm just dreaming big here but i'm thinking like i feel like britney would make double the money if she followed a passion project think of how many of us spent money to go see crossroads Ugh. <laughs> oh girl i just replaced my dvd so we're still we're, we're we're still spending money on crossroads replace your dvd i first of all ridiculous <laughs> <laughs> she was scratched it's been you know i've had her for a long time um no but you know what that's such a good point too because i feel like well one if she painted something i would buy it <laughs> for sure are you kidding um hello uh even if it was like a mass-produced thing like i want her to just like get a line of like home decor with coals or whatever like and i will i will support it like i don't care whatever she wants to do if she wants to you know make doilies britney doilies like i'm here for it it would be interesting just have britney doilies (laughs) and they're just like in the shape of sunflowers is that would be the brand um (laughs) It would be interesting to see a what her like unapologetic passion project would be, just like raw, and also just the thought of her calling like all of her old like calling like Bloodshine and Avant, and no, I can't talk about it. You know what I mean? Like just (laughs) making whatever, like who knows what it could be. Um, oh, it's overwhelming. Should we talk about like what actually happened in court today? I mean, I guess we can stop dreaming. Sure, that's fine. <laughs> okay. Can we stop doing Britney porn on stereo <laughs> and talk about the factuals or whatever? 
Uh, oh wait do we have one more audio message for dreamers um yes let's probably do that <laughs> oh my god it's from britney spears custom dolls oh my god wait, wait, wait. okay let's try this. oh wow i literally think britney spears should open her own dance studio because yes. i think she would live for that i think that would be the happiest thing she could do all her passions would be involved in it. She loves kids. Literally. She's Britney's dance studio. Wow. That's mm-hmm. the thing. That is and you know what? Thing. You better catch me down at the orphanage adopting a small child that I can put in that dance studio so I have a chance to meet her. <laughs> I said it. <laughs> you like never even learn the child's name but just bring it to <laughs> the dance studio every I just... day borrow my my niece and nephew from my sister or like dress my dog up as a child i'm like look we're ready to dance <laughs> sir that's a dog <laughs> and your dog's wearing a me against the music costume you have to leave sir <laughs> no that's like that is the thing we've i think every britney fan has always known that one day britney would teach kids like full-time right and i would like just cry oh god that is what she'll do She'll she'll open a dance studio for sure. I mean that's fine with me. I'll take it. I'll take anything. I have, of course. Are you kidding? I would love that, and that would be so meta because <laughs> she's like taught kids so many times in life, and also it just reminds me of my favorite Herb Ritz Britney Spears photo shoot from the year two thousand and one, where she's like literally in a dance studio teaching like little boys ballet. Mm-hmm. And um. <laughs> What are the um the little kids that Ellen has had on a million times? Sophie and what are the little British girls? Mm, mm-hmm. Remember when she taught them like the um work bitch like part of the choreography <laughs> and they were in those like little princess dresses? <laughs> I watched that yeah. um approximately one day ago. Um, <laughs> everything's fine. <laughs> I love that because that's like that clip is so cute because it's like Britney obviously needs to have a little girl. I think everybody has always known that Britney deserves her baby girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. and that was like oh this is what Brittany would be like if she was a mom to like little girls mm. um, okay let's let's talk about <laughs> let's like talk about court today oh my gosh okay should we just talk about like a few of the things that she said yeah so explosive yeah um, well first of all I, I wanted to before we get into some of the things that you know she said she she actually spoke herself. Um, did you see she had asked to speak privately in a sealed hearing first, but then mm-hmm. agreed to speak in an open court hearing? I mean, I just want to know your thoughts on that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I'm I've been very clear about the fact that I don't know anything about court. Like, I'm so terrible at court shit. So I'm like learning court things as this goes on, and I don't know like what the benefit of that would have been or like why she would have been advised to do it but like Mm -hmm. i don't know what do you think (sighs) i don't think i have a great answer troy and that's not usually my my mo but also it was very that part was a little confusing to me i don't know if maybe she intended to say some other damning things that she didn't necessarily like want blasted um i don't know what that can even be at this point um but you know I just just wanted to mention that out out uh, out into the open, but yeah, back to to what she said. You know, what was what was one of the first things that struck you? It, we can go chronologically or whatever. Well, 
Um, I mean, it's it's wild that she, like anything that she says about her dad can still be considered shocking. But like, I think most people have wondered how that whole thing was able to happen, where he shook her son, and you know they like filed the restraining <sighs> order or whatever, and like. I'm sure she thought, like, well, this will be, you know, because I remember at that moment, we all thought, like, well, this is obviously, you know, if he's, like, done something to her kid, then obviously, like, this will progress the conservatorship ending. And it didn't. And it was really, you know, it's like, to think that she's been living with that anger that this guy, this abusive drunk, yeah, who controls her life and controls her money, like, fucked with her kid. And it's probably not the first time that he's done something like that. And yeah. nobody even cared enough in the court system to do anything about it. Yeah. And, you know, with with Jamie's history of abuse, you know, you, you wonder how many things that Brittany, you know, didn't think were a big deal necessarily, maybe when she was younger, um, that he did, you know, probably more verbal than anything. But But still, it just, it makes me sad to think about like uh, just you know this perpetuating cycle of verbal abuse that she's been in since she was a child right 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 and the fact that like it's been this sort of slow burn where like we have Mm -hmm. always known since she was really young that like the thing you know her relationship with her dad was kind of strained and that it was really weird and it's like looking back I can't believe that we ever, I mean, she told us herself, like, this man wants, literally wants something to do with me unless it has something to do with, like, my career or, like, financials or money. Like, he was never present in her life. And it's just wild to think, like, like, I'm, okay, I'm estranged from my dad. Like, I don't talk to my father. So, Mm -hmm. like, the thought of, you know, you know, me having, like, a bad year or whatever, and then all of a sudden my dad who I don't speak to just controls like when I eat and if I can Uh have soda and who I speak to and changes my phone like it's it's wild yeah and and really here too I'm thinking about I'm thinking about Lynn a lot because I think coming from the south and understanding that sort of uh, Christian Southern culture overlay. Mm-hmm. Of, even though they were divorced, Lynn was still kind of like submitting to Jamie's demands and will. Mm-hmm. And how Brittany was probably taught to be that exact same way. And if you think about Brittany when she was younger, it was always yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. Very Southern. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you're really caught in these gender roles and all this kind of stuff. And I'm sure that not not only was she pissed about her dad being involved in everything, she probably felt still that he had some sort of like, <laughs> you know, head of household role in her life in the beginning. I'm sure mm-hmm. that she had a lot of conflicting feelings, which just makes me feel even grosser about it. Oh, for sure. I feel like that can be summed up by the fact that she calls him daddy in court. Yep. Still calls him daddy. Mm-hmm. Like that. Yeah. I mean, that literally confirms everything you just said. It's like, yeah, she's in court calling this man daddy. So it tells you just like how deep the the layers of trauma really go. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And oh, wait, go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. Go ahead, Troy. Um, I was also going to say aside obviously the stuff of her bringing up like her son was Mm -hmm. wild but 
I can't believe when I when I read that she cried in court, I just fucking lost it. And she's according to what we've read, because obviously we haven't like heard this firsthand, but mm-hmm. she cried because she brought up the fact that her family went on the vacation that she was supposed to go on herself mm-hmm. to her vacation home in Destin, yeah. When she was sent away, and mm-hmm. they knew that she was basically being tortured, and they went on her trip to her home. Like and what's con- and what's even co- more confusing to me is like Lynn and Jamie are divorced, and they don't right. have that sort of like we didn't work out in our marriage and we're friends, you know, type of relationship which happens because relationships are complicated and there's nuance. Mm-hmm. They're people who divorced because he was an abusive alcoholic. Like, it wasn't good. And right. they're all going on vacation together? Ugh, it's I don't psychotic. Know. It's, it's really gross. And, you know, Lynn's all trying to, like, play good mom right now. And I'm like, why didn't you do that years ago? The Lynn of it all is also The Lynn of wild. it all. It really is. And she hasn't specifically called out her mom. She, she either calls out her dad specifically or her entire family. Um, and, you know, I've said this before. I want to hear her speak directly about Jamie Lynn and Lynn. Mm-hmm. I would love that. I would love to hear. Like, I, also, that's another thing that I obsessively think about is, like, obviously we know now that Brittany is, like, very eager to talk. She's very eager to speak. <laughs> yeah. Like, she wants to fucking let have she is ready to expose these people mm-hmm. like she's angry and she's so much to say and all we've heard from people on the inside is that we could never actually fathom how bad it really is and that like what she has said is like nothing really it's like not even scratching the surface so yeah. a i can't imagine what that will look like for her to just like spill her her feelings in front of the fucking world but also it's like it's just not what I was expecting at the be- when this mm-hmm. all started, when the the court stuff started, and right before she spoke, I didn't think that Brittany was going to be so eager to like let have because we haven't neither. seen that side <laughs> of her in ten years. Mm-hmm. It's been it's been a long time to see that little fiery southern girl. Um, yeah, and and speaking of like letting loose and anger and everything can we just like shit on vivian for a moment please that toad nasty slime bitch oh my gosh i don't call women that word um but (laughs) i've dehumanized her um and like that is is, that woman is pure evil like she's just as bad as jamie she's just as bad as everybody else has been doing this to brit and it makes me absolutely sick like I get it. Due process. You're a lawyer. You are neutral, and you're just trying to defend your person. Whatever. Mm-hmm. But also, like, do you sleep at night? Like, are you okay? Can you do that? It, like, I just want to know what you thought about what Vivian said. I mean, listen. When Brittany said like that she was convinced that they wanted her dead, like I was so happy that she actually said that because. Mm-hmm. It, that is an element of celebrity that like celebrities are worth more dead than alive. Yeah. And especially We've, if it's somebody, uh, sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, well, we well, we, and we have great evidence of that with Aaliyah and mm-hmm. with MJ 
I mean, Kurt Cobain, like any time their estate is immediately Elvis, anytime their estate is immediately taken over by some weird people that probably aren't the family because they were locked in some weird contract. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they make bukus off of merchandising deals. And like, we've all like kind of in, in the shadow has been talking about that and nervous about that with Brit. Yeah. We've all been nervous that like, you know, she's going to, die in quotes and then they're going to you know put out some statement that she like OD'd or something or like some cliche thing like we've Mm -hmm. all sort of had that fear so it was really again it's like she's just like she's Annie Oakley right now and just doesn't give a fuck what she says yeah like to hear her confirm that like like, she too thought they're gonna try and fucking kill me and you know and then just make money off my likeness until I until the end of time like yeah. that was a really crazy but i believe her like the yeah. way that she's been treated there's no there's absolutely no doubt in my mind that these people have contemplated had meetings about spoken about like expiring her like when yeah. do we just do it uh-huh and you know it's funny too because it's in contrast to you know like what happened with michael jackson and some of the others um you know obviously certain celebrities that have died just it was a freak accident and, you know, the, the shady stuff happened with their estate. But then others, mm-hmm. like Michael Jackson, it was happening before they died, you know. Mm-hmm. And But with Michael Jackson, it was like he was shrouded in controversy, of course, already. And so he was, uh, you know, not credible in the public eye. And then, right. you know, they were kind of doing stuff behind closed doors, it was almost like. And, you know, same with Whitney Houston. A lot of stuff that happened with Whitney didn't come out until later. But we've been seeing this happen in plain sight with Britney for over a decade, which is just wild that they that these people were able to get away with this whenever it used to be so closed door. It's all gross and it's all horrific, but it was just happening in public. We were just watching it. Watching it slowly and like, mm-hmm. I mean, one day when we're able to process everything that's happening at rapid speed right now. <laughs> It'll be really interesting to examine the fact that she is the first celebrity in celebrity history to have her fans con- like take control of her narrative for her and literally step in and say, we know better, like, let us handle this for her. Yeah. And she let us. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. I know. I know. And if you think about, like, if we didn't have social media, Mm. none of this would have happened. Mm -hmm. Um, I also wanted to mention something about, like, what Rosengart said. He was basically saying that, like, um, he he threw Vivian's words back at her. And he was like, you know, you say that Jamie loves his daughter, but if he really did, why is he putting her through all of these, you know, all of this court and distress um, instead Mm. of just stepping away? If he really loved her, he would just resign that's exactly what she wants and like do you really want to drag like you you really are that much of an old stubborn drunk like you really want to drag this out longer Mm -hmm. like you are you will no, you will never be able to exist in society again ever well you know that like the whole team con is is really grasping at straws right because they're requesting all these exorbitant legal fees and fees for other things and security mm-hmm. um because they know they're we're we're kind of at the end um i really feel like that's why they're they're doing some of these crazy requests right now um and it's so public 
because they're they're getting scared i mean people are dropping like flies and i mean the the writing's on the wall they know it yeah they're free they must be freaking the fuck out i can't even imagine the conversations that are happening can you imagine what jamie spears is saying to people right now oh well i'm sure i'm sure he's at the local diner (laughs) having coffee with you know the people that he knows for his whole life in his hometown and he's saying you know they're painting me to be this whatever type of person and all i wanted to do was just love my daughter and that's all i've ever done and i've just looked out for her i took care of her i did this for her career blah 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 blah. you know that they're having coffee at like 7 30 at that diner and jamie is pouring a little bit of something extra in his coffee um, (laughs) when no one's looking and he's having these types of conversations with anyone who will listen because and i say that because i know that person i grew like i'm i am from if you don't know people listening because you probably don't because you don't know who i am i'm from rural arkansas i know i know jamie spears like i know that person he never processed his trauma because he is a southern man who's in his 60s and he grew up in a different time and you weren't allowed to do that um you weren't allowed to like have feelings he had a terrible relationship with his dad he experienced a lot of traumatic events he turned to substance abuse which is tragic and you know it's sad it's not like i'm trying to make fun of him it's sad um and he is perpetuating these cycles of abuse of um you know the inability to process our feelings and just like actually do work on ourselves as humans um because all of that once again is still kind of like tied up in culture and misogyny because working out your feelings is considered feminine and that's bad (laughs) if you just want everything (laughs) in a nutshell (laughs) they're painting out to be a monster yeah (laughs) (laughs) and he's the one that cooks his baby's grits put sprinkle cheese in it just how she likes (laughs) can't believe that he oh gosh anyway Listen, Jamie deserves one pot of grit of hot grits with sprinkled cheese to the face. That's that's what I would sentence him no, with. No, I'm going anal cavity. <laughs> hot hot <laughs> sprinkled cheese grits up the ass. Up the anus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right up that b hole. to be a, a monster. <laughs> right up that b hole. <laughs> um, so sorry wait, I so said I'm, that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, b hole threw me off a little bit. To be honest. Yeah, I know. I am interested in your you you have you have slightly controversial thoughts about Jamie Lynn, correct? Um, not slightly controversial. I would say that I, I think in my heart of hearts, I was wanting someone to be like good and normal, and so mm-hmm. I um, delusioned myself into thinking that maybe <laughs> they were okay on some level. And here's why. And there's only really one instance. <laughs> okay. Do you remember when um, Radio Disney gave her that award and they had that tribute show and Britney's eyes lit up whenever she saw Jamie Lynn on the stage performing? Um, I'm hanging out. The the mention of Radio Disney, I'm hanging out. (laughs) Well, I know. I'm canceling myself. (laughs) I was like, maybe there's some nuance to their relationship. And that was really it. And also, um, Brittany doesn't like has not posted like normal things on her Instagram in a really long time. But in Christmas of um, twenty nineteen, going into twenty twenty, I believe, uh, she was with Jamie, Jamie Lynn, and they were hanging out because Jamie Lynn posted like a random story. And you could like they were just like dancing or something like that. And Brittany never posted anything about it, um, but Jamie Lynn did. And so I know that they were in contact as 
late as that Christmas period. And so, you know, there've been some like sprinklings of clues and that's really it. It's not because Jamie Lynn has done anything right or reacted in any normal way and has killed cats, obviously. Um, But the fact that there's evidence of them like having still been in contact as early as, you know, like a year or so ago um, just made me at least second guess things. You were hopeful. Yeah, because we know that she's not talking to her dad. Listen, this is how I feel about Jamie Lynn, and this will never change. I well, no, that's think... fine. You... Yeah, she's awful. <laughs> no, like, I was... She is awful, but I also think that one day, like, we will get to a point where we work through Jamie's trauma, because, like, Jamie Lynn has trauma, and, like, we know that, like, Jamie Lynn worked for Dan Schneider for years, and then mm-hmm. the whole thing is just like so fucking dark. Yeah, like Jamie Lynn has shit that she also needs to work through. It's mm-hmm. it's like you said with her dad. Like it's more sad than anything. Um, I think with Jamie Lynn, the thing that makes it harder for people to sympathize is like she's so, she's just so Jamie Lynn about it. Like she's so like <laughs> neck, she's so like neck windy about it, and it's like girl. Like, who, first of all, who are you winding your neck at on Instagram Live? Like, let's, what are you doing? And also, like, you are still, like, technically, like, working. Like, where's your media training? Like, where's your publicist? Right. Aren't you a country star? <laughs> yeah, and, like, on that random Netflix show, like, can you can, can you do better instead of, like, putting that random filter on your Instagram and, uh, you know, going on your stories and being like, I don't care if my sister goes to Mars and has a million babies. Like, or, what? <laughs> Or dominates the world like she has so many times in, in like life. She has oh. so many times before. <laughs> <laughs> so I <weird>. listen. Uh, <laughs> fucking Jamie. And also, I just feel like when it comes to that family in general, like, I, I think that they stopped viewing Britney as a human person a really mm-hmm. long time ago. Yeah. And for us, it's like unimaginable and it's like, it's hard to wrap your mind around treating somebody that you care about or once cared about as cruel as they treated her. But like, I think it goes without saying, like you can't treat somebody like that and still view them as like human. Like they have obviously completely dehumanized her. They have no real true emotional attachment to her, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I fully agree. It's like whenever, you know, you dehumanize a, a certain group of people, and so mm. you don't actually like have to view them as a human with a soul and you know like a whole life and wants and needs and desires um right you know she was she was literally a cash cow yeah especially her dad like mm-hmm. i would say i mean it's probably been even before britney was famous that he stopped really viewing her as like a priority you know yeah yeah for sure um and back to the money of it all Mm. uh you know i don't think what i have is in in terms of closure from what everything everything that happened today i don't think i have full closure about um where we are with all of the random um like fees and money and everything that's been requested um Mm. not only for like jamie and the media company that like 500 grand or whatever and then um or even more, whatever. It was, like, way more than that. It was a ridiculous amount um, for, like, PR stuff or whatever bullcrap that he came up with. And then right. also the um, 
Jody's security. I know that like Rosengard's going to confer with Brittany to see if that, you know, if that seems reasonable, but where did we land on all of those random fees? Like, do you have any insight into that? Um, well, I, yeah, I, I think that that's as far as we know that like, he was just like, we immediately addressed it, but was like, this needs to be looked into. This is fucking ridiculous. And also this is not a concern. Like, stop trying to like, stop trying to blow dust in people's eyes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you can't, at this point, I know it's worked. And I would imagine for them, they're probably like, wait a minute, for 13 years, we've been able to very sloppily uh, convince people that everything's fine. And for whatever reason, it's not working now. I'm sure that's very confusing for them because it has worked for a really long time. And the hilarious thing is like, they're not, these people are so sloppy and so half-assed. Like Jamie Spears is not fucking Chris Jenner. You know and- what I mean? Like, He's not Joe Simpson. He's an old drunk. And it just proves that you can be a white, mediocre man and make so many things happen in the U.S. Yes. Even in our justice system, when you are (laughs) dumb as a knob, right? Mm -hmm. Like, it's, it makes me just, you know, I already had lost faith in our justice system because of everything that happened, but for Jamie Spears to be able to work it in his favor. I know that he had smart people around him though. And that's definitely like why I got so far. For sure. Yeah. He's got really smart people around him that just kind of like direct him on who to, you know, attack. Yeah. You know what They're, I mean? Like, like, how, like the fact that Lou Taylor just sw- like swooped in at some point randomly and was like, Oh, this seems like it's something I could exploit. I've done this before. And these people, it was like, they just found him. It was like some weird way that fate brought them all together to be able to help Jamie. And if he didn't have those people involved in everything, I know that it wouldn't have gotten to the point that it did. Um, He would have, he would have been able to do some stuff, you know, but uh, it just makes me wish that like a couple of the pieces hadn't fallen into place. Like, so perfectly for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, there's a really interesting... Um, uh, Brittany the Stan on Twitter has this mm-hmm. really, really interesting thread about the similarities, the really disturbing similarities between um, Brittany's conservatorship and uh, and Michael Jackson's estate. Yeah. And, like, mm-hmm. there are many of the same people involved, the same, like, players and, and, and companies and teams and um it was also confirmed that like michael reached out to her and was like you need to retire young like don't end up like me literally like the week before he died basically uh like don't end up like me don't like don't allow them to like trap you basically you know and talk about sad just i know And, and, you know, we don't know how she responded to that. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, we have an audio message if you want to listen to oh, that. Oh, we do? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> hey, guys. What's up? Yeah, you know what? Jamie, um, Britney Spears, excuse me. Britney Spears' attorney was getting paid under the table by her dad. How is he representing her all these years and she didn't know she could submit to cancel, you know, or fight the conservative ship and he kept her in the dark? There's something major fishy about that. 
first of all, bitch from Brooklyn, you're iconic. Just simply based on your voice and, and name. like You're living you're... up to the name. You are living yeah, up like... to the name. <laughs> Let's just start with the praise that you Brooklyn. deserve. Brooklyn, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> no, for sure. I mean, I don't remember who it was, and I'm sorry to this person. Somebody messaged me the other day. <laughs> Somebody messaged me <laughs> the other day, and they were talking about, like, they're, they had, like, court stuff going on with, like, a divorce. Uh-huh. And they were talking about how they found out that their um, their ex-husband was, like, paying their the judge to just, like, do whatever. <sighs> um, and that was just, like, in a divorce case between two yeah. normal people. <laughs> this these these people that work in this courthouse are like just fucking paid. they're all getting paid they're yeah, all yeah. being paid like that's the whole thing and that to me is why um it's why it adds this extra layer of like complicated to this because all the players in, like jamie can't i don't even think jamie could just like step down because now he's made himself responsible for 13 years for a lot of people's income. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like he pays people, so many people with this conservatorship. And I think it that adds like a whole layer to this. Yeah, I'm sure he feels like he has a knife to the throat at times too because of some of the powerhouses that he's been canoodling with over the years that he now has money ties to, right? Right. Um and yeah, you're totally right. And, you know, if you think about it too, um, just because they're in the state of California and you have so many high profile people that live in, you know, in, in like LA County and, and like, that's exactly where you're going to see so much corruption because there's so much more at stake. Like, how do you have ethical people working in that space when there's so many high profile people who have to go through your court system? Like, right. obviously it's going to be, just full of corruption right and like the amount of money i mean just the amount of money that we're talking about like you know a true like estate 600 million dollars like 13 years of of millions of dollars just being pumped into the court system and you know having jamie not really have to answer to anybody with how he spends his money or who he gives it to Mm. i cannot even imagine how much money these people have made, like the judges and the people behind the scenes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we have another, we have another audio message too. Okay. I worked for attorneys in New York for a number of years and they're fucking shit bags. They really are. <laughs> they do backdoor deals. I used to see the shit go on in front of me. I would be flabbergasted all the time. I'm like, wow, what a douchebag. And little did they know their clients what was going on. Ex-husbands going to their wives' attorneys. So, yeah. Um, In addition to that, I was reading in the Times that Britney Spears only has facts, 30% custody of her two sons. Mm -hmm. Like, that's fucking bizarre. They're 14 and 15 years old. She's never going to harm her fucking kids. This is horrific. Yeah. I got on my free Britney t-shirt, guys, and I'm just listening in. I, mean, I want you to swaddle me. <laughs> I need you to, I, I'm following you immediately, and I need swaddled. I'm not kidding. Um, Put me in that free Britney bosom right now. <laughs> like, literally swaddle me up tight and make sure my arms are down and, like, hold me. I'm not kidding. Um, no, like, here's the thing. Oh shit! <laughs> the custody of it all, oh. like 
we're not talking about Kevin enough. We are absolutely not talking about Kevin enough. And Kevin, Kevin, oh man, you know, Kevin was not an active player in this, but he stood on the side because he was like, oh, okay, I'm going to keep getting my, my alimony and child support or whatever. And fine by me. Like, what, like, what the fuck? Kevin has been watching as if we, as if we couldn't hate this man enough, right? Like, As if we already didn't have such a, a an intense disdain for Kevin Federline, we find out that he has been watching this woman be tortured silently for over a decade. He's been watching and like super chill about it. And it's funny too because, you know, I don't know what kind of relationship Jamie or K-Fed ever had or have, to be honest with you. Right. Um, but the moment that Jamie did something out of line and touched Britney's son, K-Fed was on that custody shit too, mm, right? Mm-hmm. And that just makes it, that gives an, another layer of, of, of it being sick. And, you know, and, you know, I talked to you, what I said before, like, I know Jamie Spears, like I've met that man, not him literally, but I've met that man before, you know, I right. know exactly what this type of person is. We've all met a K-Fed too. Mm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. we've all met a K-Fed. And so, you know, to see a K-Fed be able to profit so much off of this and capitalize on the situation just makes you even like even angrier too, because you think about that K-Fed in your life. Who's done that to someone else. Do you think, I mean, I know Kevin's lawyer released a statement after Brittany gave her speech <laughs> mm-hmm. saying like, like Kevin is completely uninterested in, in, in um, giving any more custody to Brittany and Kevin believes that this should, you know, these claims that she was on lithium, like we want to know what the reason was that they gave her lithium because obviously doctors don't just give people lithium for no reason. So there must've been some reason. And before we can talk about custody, we have to address why did they drug? Why did they feel the need to drug her? Like you can see the angle that he's trying to play. And Mm -hmm. it's like, dude, like you have gotten so lucky you being in that club that night like changed your whole gig and now it's like it's not it's it's not going to work anymore yeah meanwhile i go to the club all the time and i don't meet a pop star who's gonna pay for my whole life afterwards what the hell (laughs) i don't get asked to go to europe (laughs) Uh, and then get a upn show out of it i would still take a upn show out of it even though the upn doesn't exist i still Anyway, um, don't even get me started on chaotic. Don't you know? You know, I have my feelings. I can't watch it. Um, I know. I'm gonna get you to one day. Uh, I've seen it, but I can't watch it again. Like I could never revisit. Um, but no, you're you're totally right. Um, and you know, it makes me think about like who else who's, that's kind of adjacent to the situation. You know, do we need to like take down? Like we have the people who are obviously like directly involved in the conservatorship, but. You know, we we have the K-Feds. Who else has profited off of this? Where do you stand? On- wait, oh, wait, we have another message. Okay, yeah. That's right, guys. The minute <laughs> they take those two boys away from Kevin, he's going to be cut off the child support. And I was reading, it's like a ridiculous figure. I think it was like 60K a month for the two kids. So he's kept them in custody and he played a big role in mind fuckery too. Everyone close to her destroyed her. I don't blame her for having a fucking meltdown years ago. 
And then the paparazzi that, you know, sprinkles into that shit, too. I felt bad for her, man. This poor girl. We got to free her. Let's put on our mask and, like, go kidnap her right now, guys. Come on. Free Britney. <laughs> Listen, I, my Iconic. mask is already on. My mask is, like, I'm pulling it down right now. Let's go. Yeah, I've got my free Britney Speedo on. I'm ready to go swim some laps and then... <laughs> <laughs> um, actually... Something that I want that brings up a point that I wanted to talk to you about. Yeah. That was the weirdest transition. Uh, I'm ready. <laughs> so, Britney's past, right? Like, mm, mm, mm-hmm. even when you and I were planning on doing this tonight, I was like trying mm-hmm. to pull up articles and stuff to just have them ready. And literally, I kid you not, as somebody who is consumed by this and like has <laughs> to do it as a job. A second, a second gig. Uh, it is damn near impossible to pull up a Britney Spears article and not have the top of it and the bottom of it be a whole synopsis of her trials and tribulations from 13 years ago. They love to retell the story of her in the bathroom. And they love to retell the story of like, you know, the paparazzi taking upskirts photos and stuff it's like why like i can't wait to get to a point where she doesn't have to fucking live in her trauma anymore and i have theories about that my my theory and then i will let you talk <laughs> I've no go for it pent up about this for a while um i think that britney spears is forced to live in her trauma because she's never been allowed to address 2007 and that year will always be tied to her, obviously, but like the our obsession with 2007, especially the media's obsession with it, mm-hmm. is like it, it's gotta it like has to come to an end. Like it was a really fucking long time ago, and I can't wait for the day that she gets to talk about all that stuff and like what she was going through. We've heard her talk about it one time in 13 years when she did for the record, mm-hmm. but like. I'm, I can't even imagine how ready she is to move past that. Yeah. <laughs> and there's, ugh, gosh, there's so much more to say about Britney Spears than just all of her trauma, too. Oh, right? my God. Like, why aren't we talking about this wonderful thing she did in Vegas for the Children's Hospital that was dissolved by Lou Taylor? You know what I mean? Like, right. There's so many other things to talk about. Like, we get it. She she had a hard time. Like, who the fuck hasn't? Um, and there, like, there are so many other interesting things to, to discuss. Like, the fact that she was rumored to be dating um, Chris Angel or Howie Day. Like, that's fun. Let's talk <laughs> <Right>. about that. <laughs> right. Oh, my God. Yes. There's so many. If we are going to talk about 2007, there are so many unearthed hot takes. Like, so many hot takes that deserve more attention like so many interesting people and during that time and like just interesting moments and we only talk about the same shit all the time yeah and i don't know it just it's like it's really grating more now because it's like when you're trying to read about what happened maybe like in court or whatever you have to skim through you know two full pages on the new post about her custody trial in 2007 or like whatever like it's just annoying it's exhausting you know what i want to hear i want to hear i want to hear her thoughts on the verse in perfect lover that says pull up to my bumper need a pump not a chump (laughs) i'm running low (laughs) 
That's what I want to hear about because that <laughs> is one of my that favorite. Too. That is one of my favorite Britney verses. We've talked about this before, but that's one of my favorite Britney verses, like ever. It's one of the most clever, sexually clever written lyrics I've ever heard in my life. Like, can we talk about that? Can we talk about like I want to know her thoughts because she's never really able to to like truly freely speak about like her music and like her like certain choices with her career. Like, I want to know like I want to know the song she hates. I want to know if she actually hates sometimes. I want to know. Right. I want to know what choreography is like super annoying to her. I want to know um, like moments that she or like songs that she doesn't ever get to perform that she really wants to. Like I want to hear her talk about the alien thing that happened with the residency. Um, I want to hear. I want to hear other things that aren't about her like having a breakdown. I want to hear. I want to hear some like fun, low stakes, juicy gossip. What song do you think Britney hates performing the most? oh wow that's really hard i know that she like actually likes toxic mm-hmm. um she's mentioned that and i know that i know that she like does like oops and baby um can oh my gosh did you just get a weird alert from stereo <laughs> yeah can you hear me okay. still yeah i can hear you um okay, it was like hear. stereo will be right back and i was like no no the hell you won't no it won't um, sis I don't, I don't know. Okay, tell me your theory. What do you think? Well, I think the answer is work, bitch. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because she's not singing it, and it's like, can you imagine what it feels like to A, perform a song that isn't your voice? Yeah. And B, like, to me, work, bitch, I, you and I have talked about this before, but, like, that song embodies everything bad. Like, I hate... <laughs> that song i've never listened to it on my own ever um maybe like the first couple times it came out do you know that um it's one of my alarms because it terrifies me like it wakes me up immediately (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's a it's a good alarm yeah um okay we have an audio message too yeah it's a good one yeah um i definitely think she hates performing slave for you so <laughs> that hurts yeah, I, and yeah. like and i thought i've thought of that but it hurts me yeah yeah oh god yes for sure she definitely definitely probably has a problem at this point with slave for you for sure i mean it's so funny though too because the moment she breaks out that original choreo regardless of what she's done the rest of the song Right. Like people are plucking out their eyeballs and like throwing them on the stage. <laughs> I told you of like maybe like a month ago, um, I was like drunk. I was drinking with my friend <laughs> and we were doing like Britney choreo choreo things. But like and I just told you earlier that I do have like a real pageant mom side of me. Yeah, I'm scared. Yeah, keep going. Where like things like that start <laughs> off like fun, but then they very quickly become not fun and like scary. Yeah. <laughs> And like she was like being too lax about the, the like choreography, like like making fun of it, and it literally did you like, kick her in the it. shins? Did you <laughs> kick her in the shins? You probably did. I pushed her down to the ground and said, "You can't." Every time she tried to get up, I pushed her back down and said, "Not until you apologize." And then and then you all got really heated and angry, and you stormed off, and you texted bitch from Brooklyn, and you were like, "Swaddle me, I need yeah. this right now." <laughs> yeah, I said, "I need a good swaddle from." I need a good swaddle. <laughs> I'm baby. Um, 
<laughs> what song do you think like aside from alien what song like uh maybe an album track do you think that she really likes and she would want to perform oh the same that she doesn't get to perform please say um my baby from circles <laughs> <laughs> the correct answer is my baby <laughs> could you imagine if they if she came on only per- actually at this point like maybe i'll take it Actually, yeah. right now, like, that might be the answer, to be honest Honestly, with you. give me the Thunderpuss remix um, of my <laughs> baby. <laughs> I can... That is so inappropriate. We have to edit that out. We have to find a way to context to it. No, that's a... No, that's a real remix. You know. You know what I'm talking about. No, I know. We just... It feels inappropriate to make fun of my baby or anything in the current state. <laughs> you're right. You're right. We... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, I think a song that she (laughs) never gets to perform that she probably wants to real bad. I would imagine it would have to be something from probably Blackout. I would say maybe like a weird Blackout track. Like she never gets to, she she did say it one time during a two minute Ryan Seacrest interview where she later (laughs) left to shower. Um, uh, she did say that uh, Heaven on Earth was her favorite song from Blackout. She's Ooh. never been able to perform that. That Ooh. would be fucking incredible to see her perform Heaven on Earth. Yeah. I wonder if she wants to perform Mannequin. I mean, I know she did it on the circus tour a little bit, but um, because she co-wrote that one and mm. it's literally one of my favorite. Like, it's made such a resurgence for me. Whew. Yeah, it's I'm sweating. For sh- I know, me too. Once you start, once you start talking about Britney music, things things between us get real. <laughs> now it's we're talking just, like a mile a minute. Yeah, and and we're just like looking at each other from across the room, and there's like a glass wall between us, and we're just like pressed up against it and sweating. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. Fully talking like Madonna and Britney on the on the opposite ends <laughs> of the wall. <laughs> You're contorting uh, your body into a pretzel. I was gonna say, I'll be Madonna. <laughs> Thank you. Um, uh, wow. I don't know. Do you have anything else that you want to add? We've been on for an hour. Yeah, and people are still here. So, like, kudos to you. I all, know. Um, Thank you guys for listening. I just wanted to know, like, does anybody else have any final thoughts? Any questions that they don't feel like were answered today? Um, yeah. Or, or uh, something that was just like really stand out that we haven't talked about um i'm trying to think if there's anything stand out that i feel like i need to say still i'm sure the minute we hang up i'll have like this really profound thought yeah 46 things that you're going to send to me or an audio message because troy and i like to send audio messages to each other <laughs> <laughs> yeah except the problem though is that like neither of us like to be the last person to respond and then send <laughs> another another text like with this weird thing now it's because troy doesn't text people back but like it's fine that's not true see let's not even do that on stereo we're gonna i mean we can do this while we're waiting uh, it's fine i can tell everybody listening right now that jesse is one of those people that accuses other people of not being a good texter and doesn't see the flaw in his texting he's oh not a gosh. good texter i but... have the i have the receipts and actually that's you're i've never been accused of being a bad texter because i'm such a consistent and good texter i but Anyway, we have an audio message. We do. <laughs> Sorry, I'm so annoying probably at this point, but I just <laughs> want to say, one, thanks for having this, and two, I definitely think Britney will be free. Like, I don't have any doubt in my mind at this point. I 100% think this conservatorship is gonna go. Yeah. Yeah. 
And and first of all, Britney Spears Custom Dolls, um, Troy and I are both fans and follow you on mm-hmm. Instagram. Um, so you're not being annoying at all. Yeah. <laughs> you are welcome to chime in. And we literally both gasped and like grabbed our pearls whenever you like <laughs> hopped so, in. I'm so excited that you're still here. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I, yeah, I definitely like blasted through my shirt with my nipples whenever I saw you. So thank you so much. <laughs> I'm unhinged tonight. I'm so sorry. You are. You are. <laughs> no, you're right though. It's like at this point, it's too glaring. It's too it would just be such a a crazy just like smack in the face of the judicial system, even though this already has been. But to like have Congress fucking say <laughs> something about it and then be like, mm, no. Mm-mm. Sorry, you guys no. Mm-mm. Yeah. Like I mean, I, 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 these people know at this point that they wouldn't survive that, to be honest. If the right-wing extremists are jumping on the cause for clout, you know that, like, it's a big deal. We're totally. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, no, I don't have any final thoughts. I think I've rambled enough. I feel like I dominated all of the conversation, and I am so sorry. But also, I'm not sorry because I had a lot to say. I had a lot to say. You didn't, first of all, you didn't dominate the conversation. And also, if you did, you wouldn't have been sorry. And I know that. Oh my God. That's so true. Domination, the new Vegas residency. Um, <laughs> um, well, thank you guys for listening and staying the whole time. This was like, this. I needed this. Thank you, Jesse. Yeah, thank you, Troy. Um, I only stereo when I'm with Troy. So um, I hope to see you all again. Uh, if you're a horror buff, we are going to do yeah. some some horror slasher movie chats soon. But there was just too much Britney of it all today. Yes, we are going to do a really fun horror thing. We should do it this week. Yeah, I mean, obviously. Down, <laughs> down to clown. We could do it this weekend. Um, oh, wait, we oh, have another audio message. Wait, oh and it's from, it's, it's from Brooklyn. Yeah. Oh you guys are fucking cool. Let me know when you're back on. Have a great night, guys. It was fun. Oh, you'll know when we're back on, because, girl, we're friends on here now, so you will know. And yeah. that's exciting. Yay. Well, thank you guys for listening. <laughs> it was so lovely hearing from y'all and y'all listening. Thanks so much. All right. Bye, Jesse. Bye. Thank you for listening to Dunzo. This podcast is a part of the Solid Listen Network. Please take a moment to rate, review, and subscribe if you haven't already. Also, be sure to check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash solidlisten for exclusive content. You can follow me on Twitter at Troy McGee, and you can follow the podcast on all forms of social media at DunzoPod. That's D-U-N-Z-O. Thank you to executive producer Molly McAleer and coordinating producer Nicole Matthew. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.